Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we could produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Podmania, YouTube, and Instagram, at The Real Podmania. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at www.podmania.weebly.com. Let's do this. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Podmania Podcast. I am your host, Rob Good, and I am joined, finally, again, by Big Daddy G. It's Garth Jackson. How are you, my friend? <laughs> what an intro. It, it's impressive. Good, good Christmas. Exactly. It's Christmas, festive cheer. How are you feeling, yes. man? Looking good, looking forward to it. Um, I've been eating too much crap recently, though, so... Yeah, <laughs> already. <laughs> I know, but that's what Christmas is for. Everyone sacks off the gym, oh. and then come January, it's like the Royal Rumble. It's ridiculous. Every <laughs> fucker is in there. It's it's every man for himself. Yeah, you go Everyone's and use the weights, and everyone goes for that fifteen k dumbbell, and you're like, okay, this this, <laughs> and then come February, it's empty again. It's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> but Goth, it's been a while since I've spoken to you. It feels like ages since we've done an impact. Review. I'm looking forward been, to this. It's been a couple of weeks, yeah. Uh, two weeks worth to catch up on. We have. Um, we have got highs and weeks. lows. There are some. There are a lot of highs. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. With all the controversy surrounding Raw and the fact that even the McMahon's are, you know, acknowledging that it's dog <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's dog shit. I mean, it's been nice to look at two relatively decent shows. One very, very good show. From yeah. the 13th of December, the last show yeah. that we saw. Um, and one, okay, show yeah. some good matches. Um, but before we delve mm-hmm. in, a um, little bit of a rundown of what we're going to do on this podcast. So, because we have got two days worth of impact, or two weeks worth, I should say, of impact, we are going to do a very, very quick whistle-stop tour of the showing from the 6th of December. Yeah. Uh, just run through a couple of the matches, basically say what has happened, whether we agreed with it, was it the right right result, and so on and so forth. And then we'll go into a more in-depth review of the taping from the 13th of December, which, as it turns out, Garth, is the last 2018 Impact showing. Yeah, yeah. Good timing. It was yeah. really good shows, though. Very good shows, very good shows. But this sort of leads me into my one piece of news today. So, Garth, Impact released their Best of 2018 Fans Choice Award with different categories. Um, And I want to get your take on some of the winners. Okay? You ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, we'll start with Wrestler of the Year. Uh, So, Wrestler of the Year from Impact, chosen by the fans, is Sammy Callahan. Yeah, I can say that. He's He's had some of the sort of marquee matches, especially that Slammiversary one. That Slammiversary match was um, fantastic. And he's, I mean, his promos have always been on point. Stuff he did with um, Brian Cage of the week, that was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would have I would have probably put him in the at the top sort of five, yeah. Yeah. I think he often gets overlooked because he's not the flashiest of wrestlers. 
And, um, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, he's been in some of the more dominating feuds on Impact. You know, he was involved in the OVE versus the Lucha Brothers feud. He was involved in uh, the stuff with Eddie Edwards towards the start of the year. And obviously that thing with yeah. Brian Cage, which was was unfortunately short-lived. But I think he's mm-hmm. I think he's a worthy a worthy winner of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, knockout of the year, and I completely agree with this. Was Tessa Blanchard? Easily, yeah. Yeah, I don't definitely. think we need to say anything else about that. Al- Go on. Alongside, alongside Betty, probably the best female wrestler. I mean, I mean, better wrestler than Betty, but Betty's obviously got a much better sort of character arc at the minute. Yeah, absolutely. And her Twitter game is absolute fire. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> Tag team of the year. This was this must have been like an absolute landslide because it was LAX. Yeah, um, yeah, easily. Yeah, LAX. I mean, are they is... undefeated this year? Um. Ooh. I don't know. Well, obviously, we've had the belts for quite a long time. They've had them for a while now. Obviously, me and you started watching religiously again at you know during Slammiversary, but yeah. whether. They were defeated before then. I don't know, but they've had an absolutely outstanding a, I mean, the, year. They've been in the best matches easily, tag matches. Oh god, yeah. Oh god, yeah. I mean, we've we've said on this podcast that the fact that they've had three matches with uh, uh, the OGs, two of mm-hmm. which were on back to back pay per views, and I've never found them boring. I found them quite compelling. That's testament yeah, yeah. to their work. Mm-hmm. They've done really, really even well. That, even that stupid match where they took the mat off, they made it work. Yeah, the dangerous match that made us all slightly concerned for their safety. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I don't think there was anyone even close to touching them. I think if the Lucha Brothers had been a tag team for more of the year, I think they could have potentially rivaled them. But for their body of work and the fact that even outside of the promotion, they're having outstanding matches in Evolve. They had a fantastic match against the Young Bucks. Mm. So, you know... A great year all round for LAX, and they remain one of my favourite things about yeah. Impact. Um, yeah, X Division exactly. Star of the Year goes to Brian Cage. Yeah, kind of expected that. Yeah. Um, as soon as he sort of came through the hot shot under that title. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, like I'll admit, like when I when they give him that belt, and from what I'd seen beforehand in sort of Lucha Underground, I was sort of dubious with him because I always thought he was quite sort of loose. He wasn't as good as he is, but holy shit. <laughs> he's improved <laughs> and he's absolutely completely blew my theory out of the water. Yeah, he's had an absolutely phenomenal year and the progress he's made yeah. an impact. And to be honest, I'm backing him to win at homecoming. I really want him to win at homecoming. Yeah. Um, I, think well, I, 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 think, I think, I don't know I think he will. I honestly think he could do it. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I'd love to see him take it because, honestly, he's an mm. absolute beast. He's a genetic freak. He's someone you could send out, send out. He's somebody you could send out there and they'll be like, yeah, he's a champion. He's he's the top of a company. He's like EC3. He reminds me of EC3. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You look at him and there's a legitimacy about him. There's just yeah, like there's this air of sort of yeah, like he's just so impressive. Yeah, he's he's an incredibly talented man, incredibly talented, incredibly yeah. jacked, and um, yeah, <laughs> I think we could be looking at the next Impact World Champion. Yeah. The one to watch in 2019, and I agree with this, and without even looking, 
I would have agreed. Killer Cross. Mm-hmm, definitely. I think his work... Yeah, his promo work doesn't need any work. He's oh, my God, amazing. his promo work. His promo work, you know, his stuff with on Final Hour, in the lead-up to Final mm-hmm. Hour, his promo work was just... I'm loath to say arousing, but... <laughs> <laughs> It was it was brilliant. It was absolutely yeah. fantastic. It was it was Jake. We've said so many times, you know, he's his promo star is so Jake the Snake Roberts. But you know, there's no need yeah. to shout and scream at the camera. There's no need to Ahmed Johnson it. Um, you know, <laughs> he's just <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, he's just so yeah. concise. Everything he says is just he's basically what I wish Bray Wyatt had been. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm really glad. I'm really glad he had that brilliant character arc with the um, threesome of Ares, Moose, and himself. And this stuff with mm-hmm. John Morrison is so compelling. It really is, and it shouldn't it's so, be. It's so sort of. It, what I like about it is it. It teases. It sort of teases peeling back the curtain just a little bit. The way he addresses him by his real name. But not as it's not as much as sort of throwing the curtain open like Ares did. <laughs> right. So finishing move of the year, Garth, the Pentagon Driver. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts towards that whatsoever? Um, no. I mean, to be honest, finish of the year is not really something that I really think about. It's not, <laughs> it's not something that to interests be honest, me. though. I mean, that rascal's finisher. I mean, they've only just come in, but holy shit, that's a good one. The Hot Fire Flame? Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's a great finisher. Whether... Nah. You know, they haven't been in there long enough, have they? Yeah, I mean, Pentagons is one way you can pretty much do it anywhere. That's true. That's true. And I think, you know, we've seen it finish off matches and we've seen it being used on the big stage. So I think it's it's a good enough... Mm -hmm. It's a good enough move to be classified as that. I don't have any real thoughts about it, if I'm perfectly honest. No, nah, no. Nah. Nothing sort of... Nothing I would get sort of precious about, anyway. No. And the final award um, is the moment of the year. Now, this could have gone to any number of things, but I think the fans have got it right. It's gone to Sammy Callahan's baseball shot to Eddie Edwards. <laughs> that... I, keep, I keep forgetting that it was this year. Yeah, I do. I keep forgetting it was this year, to be perfectly honest. And it's interesting to see stuff that was post, that was pre Slammiversary. You know, Bobby Lashley yeah. was in Impact this year. Mm-hmm. That was this year. You know, they were still in a six sided ring at, at the start of this year. Yeah. So, you know, so much has changed for Impact this year. And so much has happened in Impact this year that, to be honest, there could have been loads of things that were moments of the year. Pentagon winning the title at Redemption. Yeah. You know, we've got... Austin Aries walking out. <laughs> Austin Aries walking out. You know, the match between Pentagon and um, Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary. Yeah. The entire of Slammiversary pay-per-view could have been a moment of the year. But I think ultimately, because of the unfortunate exposure it gave to Impact, and because it was just such yeah. a shocking moment that, it, you know, when it happened and everyone was like, oh my fucking God. And the fact that he worked it into an angle and the storytelling that was based around that and the fact that Sammy Call- sorry, Eddie Edwards' character is still not recovered from that yeah. baseball shot in kayfabe and we're now in mm-hmm. December, I think it has absolutely won the plaudits for that. 
Oh well, I mean, Eddie Edwards was at the time was pretty much going nowhere. Exactly, he was just he was a generic babyface. Yeah, um, and this has just catapulted him. Well, not, I mean, it hasn't catapulted him to the top, but it's given a character that Impact sort of use very regularly now. He's a main main person on that roster now. Exactly, and you know we'll obviously get into our into the taping from the thirteenth of December. But on that last taping, when he interjects himself into that main event between Moose and Brian Cage, the pop mm-hmm. he gets and the chance he gets, yeah. would he be getting that if this story arc hadn't happened? Who knows? Would nah. this story arc have happened? Irrelevant of that baseball shot to the head. Who knows? It's happened. Mm-hmm. I agree with it as being <laughs> moment of the year. Yeah, definitely. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our very, very brief recap of the show from the 6th of December. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through the results and I will then... We'll go into the three matches that actually mattered. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, to start with, we had Dark Alley beating the jobber Heather Monroe in four minutes. Yeah. To be honest, Garth, it's forwarded her character. We've learned that she will actually attack Kira Hogan because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously very, very upset and morose and... Wooden and monotonous. Um, Kira Hogan <laughs> was convinced that Ali would not attack her. Obviously, we've gone past that now, and it was it was a nothing match really. I thought Heather Monroe got far too much offense in, but ultimately it was all about building that dark Ali character. She snapped, went for it, and I liked it. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, it's it's given um, Ali seems to have sort of got a bit of intensity now with that character, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well this is a nice way to lead Rosemary back into into TV. Which yeah, yeah. is gonna be nice. Um <laughs> we then had the Desi Shit Squad of Rohit Raju and Raj Singh <laughs> defeating some jobbers, Jimmy and Johnny Boots and Tights, which is an awful name and should be stricken from the record instantly. Um <laughs> it's, <shit. laughs> it's awful, it's dog shit, and to be perfectly honest, I'm appalled that I've even said it out loud. Um, the Desi Hit Squad won in about three minutes. Still don't care about them, Garth. Nah. They're not really doing anything, are they? It's a shame because I want to like them. And when they... F- and I go back to this moment so much, but when they attacked Ishimori and Petey Williams post-slammiversary, it was like, brilliant. Okay, fair enough. This could be a yeah. really good... F- and then it just... It, sputtered it sputtered out we got nothing mm. from it and ultimately no. their repeated comedy bits with Scarlet Bordeaux I mean Scarlet Bordeaux is a walking cringe fest anyway but the <laughs> fact that they are then interjecting the Desi Hit Squad and Garma Singh who can't fucking act you know it makes it even worse and it lo- you lose all legitimacy for this tag team you lose all respect yeah. for this tag team I mean, at this point, I know Garma Singh has got an absolutely fantastic legacy in the wrestling world, but at the moment, I do not give a shit. Nah, it's and and the stuff like you say, the stuff to do with Scarlet Bordeaux is so cringe. It's so creepy and like pervy old man sort of thing. It's, it's just like no. And I understand that Scarlet Bordeaux is harkening back to the Attitude Era and you know your Sables and Sunnies and things like that, but. Lechy old men weren't okay then. No. Lechy Vince wasn't okay. So Lechy weird no. Garma Singh is not okay here. And I just I don't <laughs> care about them. And 
it's a shame because I'm sure Rohit Raju especially can go in the ring. Oh yeah. But they've just they've got no heat behind them at all. No one cares. That's the thing. Like nobody cares. And that's the no problem. reaction. No, and you know what are you supposed to do with that? What are you supposed to do with that? Um. Anyway, getting into the matches that actually meant something. We had our first two Ultimate X qualifiers, which means that come the end of this show, half the field for Homecoming was set for the Ultimate X match. Now, the first yeah. match was the opener of the show between Jake Crist and Willie Mack. Really, really good match. Really good yeah, match. Really good. Um, yeah. Willie Mack is fantastic. I absolutely love him. And if he's his next thing is going into a feud with Sammy Callahan, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, because as, as just, you know, great stuff. Go on. It's, it was just such a good match. Like um, again, Willie Mack doing stuff that he shouldn't be able to do. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be able to do the stuff he does. He's ridiculously agile. Kip ups and then moon standing moon salts. <laughs> yeah, and do you know what? Jake Crist is underrated, and I think he is overrated yeah. because he's part of OVE. And OVE, you know, the whole premise of this match was the fact that OVE cheated and sort of attacked Willie Mack and Jake Chris ultimately defeated Willie Mack to progress because of shenanigans. So, but Jake Christ is a fantastic wrestler. His cutter from the top rope looks fucking brilliant. That was really good. And his kicks. His kicks are stiff. The the big up is obviously his, um, is it French kickboxing he does? Yeah, I think so. Um, You can tell. Yeah, but, definitely. Like, his kicks are always they're always on point. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's so good with them, which is just makes it look all the all the better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, do you think the right person won here, Garth? Yeah, I do. Because as much as I like Willie Mack, I can't see him in the Ultimate X match. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'd li- I'd honestly like him to stay with Rich Swann as a tag team. Yeah. yeah. I think well, they're a good team. No, I agree with you. I think they're an excellent tag team. But I am going to ask you at the end of this show who you think is going to win Ultimate X. And mm-hmm. if you're of the same opinion as me, then you will see why they aren't going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I think Jake Christ was probably the right decision because Jake Christ is more likely to do stupid shit than Willie yeah. <laughs> You know, just boiling it down to brass tacks, Jake Christ is likely to leap you know, off ridiculously tall structures and performed stupidly, you know, entertaining spots. Whereas Willie Mack, incredibly entertaining in the ring, but is he likely to do the same, that kind of thing? So, yeah. you know, looking at it from that perspective, I think Jake Christ was the right choice to go through. Yeah, definitely. Now, can the same be said for the second Ultimate X qualifier between Ethan Page and Matt Seidel, which Ethan Page won, surprisingly? Mm. It was. I, th- I get. I get the feeling that Seidel is at the point now where he's more sort of putting people over. Um, there was a point in it where it looked like he'd um, like legitimately injured himself. Yeah. I don't know if he had. I don't know if it was just a part of the story, but it looked there's a bit where he sort of did a kick and sort of landed awkwardly, and it looked like he really hurt himself. But um. Yeah, it was another good match. It was. It was okay. But Ethan Page, I don't know. Is he X Division material? No. In my opinion, no. I want. 
Nah, I mean, I don't know if the maybe just trying to do it to put a new face in the mix. Yeah, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, they want to build a star out of Ethan Page. But, and I said this in the last Impact podcast we did, who would I prefer to see in the Ultimate X match, Ethan Page or Matt Seidel? My answer is, unequivocally, Matt Seidel. Yeah. Because he's an outstanding worker still, and I think they could do something with it. I know he has already, he's been X Division Champion. In fact, he was the X Division Champion before Brian Cage. Um, Mm -hmm. But I still think... Matt Seidel could do a job and I'd be far more pumped. Now, Ethan Page could go out and prove me wrong at homecoming. In fact, I'm pretty sure he will. Mm. But 